0: Section 33 of the French Revolution. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The French Revolution by Thomas Carlyle. Volume 1, Book 5, Chapter 7. Not a Revolt. Why dwell on what follows? Hulance, what officer should have been kept but could not the swiss stand drawn up disguised in white canvas smocks the invalide without disguise their arms all piled against the wall the first rush of victors in ecstasy that the death peril is past leaps joyfully on their necks but new victors rush and ever new also in ecstasy not wholly of joy as we said it was a living deluge plunging headlong had not the garde francaise in their cool military way wheeled round with arms levelled it would have plunged suicidally by the hundred or the thousand into the bastille ditch and so it goes plunging through court and corridor billowing uncontrollable firing from windows on itself in hot frenzy of triumph of grief and vengeance for its slain the poor invalide will fare ill one swiss running off in his white smock is driven back with a death-thrust let all prisoners be marched to the town hall to be judged alas already one poor invalid, has his right hand slashed of him his maimed body dragged to the place de greve and hanged there this same right hand it is said turned back Deloney from the powder magazine and saved paris deloney discovered in gray frock with puppy-colored riband is for killing himself with the sword of his cane he shall to the hotel de ville hulin maillard and others escorting him ellie marching foremost with the capitulation paper on his sword's point through roarings and cursings through hustlings clutchings and at last through strokes your escort is hustled aside fell down hulin sinks exhausted on a heap of stones miserable delaunay he shall never enter the hotel de ville only his bloody hair cue held up in a bloody hand, that shall enter for a sign. The bleeding trunk lies on the steps there, the head is off through the streets, ghastly aloft on a pike. Rigorous Dolone has died, crying out "Oh friends, kill me fast. Merciful Dolorsman must die, through gratitude embraces him, in this fearful hour, and will die for him, it avails not. Brothers, your wrath is cruel. Your place de greve is become a throat of the tiger full of mere fierce belongings and thirst of blood one other officer is massacred one over invalide is hanged on the lamp-iron with difficulty with generous perseverance the Guard francaise will save the rest provost Flessel, stricken long since with the paleness of death must descend from his seat to be judged at the palais royal alas to be shot dead by an unknown hand at the turning of the first street, O oh, evening sun of July, how at this hour thy beams fall slant on reapers amid peaceful woody fields, on old women spinning in cottages, on ships far out in the silent main, on balls at the orangery of Versailles, where high rouged dames of the palace are even now dancing with double-jacketed USA officers, and also on this whirring hell porch of a hotel de ville babel tower with the confusion of tongues where not bedlam added with the conflagration of thoughts was no type of it one forest of distracted steel bristles endless in front of an electoral committee points itself in a horrid radii against this and the over accused breast it was the titans warring with olympus and their scarcely crediting it have conquered prodigy of prodigies delirious as it could not but be denunciation vengeance blaze of triumph on the dark ground of terror all outward all inward things fallen into one general wreck of madness electoral committee had it a thousand throats of brass it would not suffice abbe lefebvre in the vaults down below is black as vulcan distributing that five thousand weight of powder with what perils these forty-eight hours last night a patriot in liquor insisted on sitting to smoke on the edge of one of the powder barrels there smoked he independent of the world till the abbe purchased his pipe for three francs and pitched it far elie in the grand hall electoral committee looking on sits with drawn sword bent in three places with battered helm for he was of the queen's regiment cavalry with torn regimentals face singed and sold comparable something to an antique warrior judging the people forming a list of bastille heroes o friends stain not with blood the greenest laurels ever gained in this world such is the burden of elie's song could it but be listened to courage elie courage ye municipal electors a declining sun the need of victuals and of telling news will bring assuagement dispersion all earthly things must end along the streets of paris circulate seven bastille prisoners born shoulder high seven heads on pikes the keys of the bastille and much else see also the garde francaise in their steadfast military way marching home to their barracks with the invalides and swiss kindly enclosed in hollow square it is one year and two months since these same men stood unparticipating with brennus d'august at the palais de justice when fate overtook des and now they have participated and will participate not guard Française henceforth but centre grenadiers of the national guard men of iron discipline and humour not without a kind of thought in them likewise ashlar stones of the bastille continue thundering through the dusk its paper archives shall fly white all secrets come to view and long-buried despair finds voice read this portion of an old letter dated a la bastille seventh of october seventeen fifty two if for my consolation monseigneur would grant me for the sake of god and the most blessed trinity that i could have news of my dear wife why it's only her name on card to show that she is alive it were the greatest consolation i could receive and i should for ever bless the greatness of monseigneur poor prisoner who namest thyself de and has no other history she is dead that dear wife of thine and thou art dead tis fifty years since thy breaking heart put this question to be heard now first and long heard in the hearts of men but so does the july twilight thicken so must paris as sick children and all distracted creatures do roll itself finally into a kind of sleep municipal electors astonished to find their heads still uppermost are home only moreau de saint of tropical birth and heart of coolest judgment he with two others shall sit permanent at the town hall paris sleeps glimps upward the illuminated city patrols go clashing with our common watchword there go rumors Alarms of war, to the extent of fifteen thousand men marching through the suburb Saint-Antoine, who never got a march through. Of the day's distraction, judged by this of the night, Moreau de Saint-Merry, before rising from his seat, gave upwards of three thousand orders. What a head, comparable to Friar Bacon's brass head. Within it lies all Paris. Prompt must the answer be, right or wrong. In Paris is no other authority extent seriously a most cool clear head for which also though all brave saint mary in many capacities from august senator to merchant's clerk book-dealer vice-king in many places from virginia to sardinia shalt ever as a brave man find employment besinval has decamped under cloud of dusk amid a great affluence of people who did not harm him he marches with faint-growing tread down the left bank of the seine all night towards infinite space resummoned shall besinval himself be for trial for difficult acquittal his kin's troops his royal allemands are gone hence forever the versailles bowl and lemonade is done the orangerie is silent except for night birds over in the salle des menus vice-president lafayette with unsnuffed lights with some hundred of members stretched on tables round him sits erect outwatching the bear this day a second solemn deputation went to his majesty a second and then a third with no effect what will the end of these things be in the court all is mystery not without whisperings of terror though ye dream of lemonade and epaulette ye foolish women his majesty kept in happy ignorance perhaps dreams of double barrels in the woods of meudon late at night the Duke de liancourt having official right of entrance gains access to the royal apartments and folds with earnest clearness in his constitutional way the job news mais said Paul louis c'est une révolte." why that is a revolt sire answered liancourt it is not a revolt it is a revolution End of section 33